Yeah, welcome to another episode of The Angry Officer. I'm just going to jump right into this. Um, this is going to be a, a short, angry rant. And I'm sure it's going to be the first of many to come. But uh, so I start my day off. I'm watching, watching some news and I see a video. The video is of so-called patriots um, trying to, you know, they, they peaceably assemble. I'm assuming it starts as peace, peacefully. They assemble at a at the Capitol building in Washington State, and you know they're there to protest this this uh, the new restrictions for COVID nineteen. Which you know me personally, I don't agree with the restrictions. So we're at that point we're on the same page. I agree with them, but they try to make entry into the Capitol building, um, and they're not allowed. Um, for whatever reason, right or wrong, they're told you can't come in. So what do they do? They decide that they're going to start breaking windows. They're going to start fighting the police. And they're going to start, you know, forcing their way into this Capitol building. And I'm, you know, you've got these policemen there. They probably feel the same way that a lot of these, these so-called patriots. I call them so-called patriots because really what they are, I'm going to call them out for what they really are. What they really are is anarchists. What they really are is is they're no different. They're no different than Antifa. And that's pathetic. The difference is they don't cover their face. I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them that much credit. At least, at least they have the cojones to actually show their face. But, you know, a lot of these policemen probably agree with them. They don't like the restrictions either. Okay, but the way to fight it isn't busting your Capitol building and fighting the police to get inside to do what? To scream and yell? At a bunch of scared politicians who, who aren't going to do anything to change because you're yelling at them. So here we are. At one point, you know, you've got you got patriots. You've got you got the people on the right, conservatives who, for the most part, you know, they like the police. The conservatives, I, I thought they liked the police. I'm a conservative, and you know, I always felt like I was supported by. You know, the right, I guess, the, the conservatives, the Republicans. And now you've got these self-proclaimed, these self-proclaimed patriots, you know, they're they're waving their Trump flags around. Personally, I think they just give all Trump supporters a bad name, but they're out there waving their Trump flags around. And guess what? Pretty soon their anger, it's no longer about COVID nineteen. Now their anger is on the police. The police that are there trying to protect the people inside trying to protect the public property, the Capitol building, and now all of a sudden these, these anarchists, they're pissed off at the police. So now you've got the Antifa, right? You've got Antifa who calls all cops are bastards. You know, they're, they're going around chanting and spray painting everywhere, all cops are bastards. You know, there are other groups, and I'm just going to call them out for what they are. Black Lives Matter, they like to, they like to walk around and chant, you know, uh, you know, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon or whatever their stupid chant is. Clearly, they have a problem with the police, right? Um, Antifa, obviously, you know, they have a problem with the police. All cops are bastards. They're spray painted all over the place. You know, they're saying awful things. You know, we had two officers killed. We had two off. Oh, excuse me. They weren't killed. I, I take that back. I apologize to those officers because they're warriors and they didn't die. But we had two officers who they, they tried to murder in California. Right, of course, in a cowardly way, they're going to ambush them. You know, they're going to 
they're going to sneak up on them. You know, they're sitting in their car. They're going to sneak up on them. They're going to fire two shots through the side window. They're going to catch them off guard. Because in a fair fight, we all know who's going to win that, right? The Warriors are going to win. The people who are on the side of righteousness, they're the ones that are going to win. So these cowards come up, pop a couple shots off. These, these officers get taken to the hospital, and these pieces of garbage are going to sit outside and chant and say things like, I hope they die, right? Well, are these patriots? So now these patriots are sitting outside the Capitol building, uh, you know, in Washington, and they're, they're all chanting, traitor, you know, you traitor pigs, calling us pigs, calling them traitors. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Those police officers are the front line, front line in our community. They're the ones, they're the ones they're going to call when, when their child stops breathing at night. They're the ones that are going to call when their loved one gets in a car accident and they, and they, they have to be extracted from the vehicle. They're, they're calling us. They're the ones that are going to call us when, who knows, you name it, when, when their spouse you know, chokes on a chicken wing, whatever. I don't know. It just, obviously, I'm, I'm pissed. I told you it's going to be an angry rant, okay? Uh, it's not called the angry officer for nothing. So now you get these people who, I thought we were on the same side. You get these people who are out there. Now they're turning on the police too. So now we've got Antifa. We've got Black Lives Matter. We've got so-called alt-right or whatever. Um, they call themselves patriots. I call them, I call them uh, anarchists. You know, they're out there. Now they're against the police too. So, so I guess we're going to get it from all sides. You know, it comes with the territory. But let me just tell you what you're attacking. You are attacking men and women who every single day voluntarily, and I've had that told to me, well, you could stop being a policeman anytime you want. Yeah, you're right. I can. Um, every single day, these men and women, you know how they start their day? You know, I've always told people, two, my, my favorite time of the day and my worst time of the day. Let me tell you when I'm working. Let me tell you. The worst time, when I have to strap on that damn vest. My, 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 the best time when I have to take it off. I can't stand you. You either, you either hate the sound of, you hate the sound of Velcro. You know, when you're putting it on, you love the sound of it when you're ripping it off. And every policeman knows what I'm talking about. Okay. These people are putting on vests to protect themselves from cowards who want to ambush them. Those are the kind of people that you are calling traitors. You can call me a bastard. You can call me whatever, but I'm telling you, you call me a traitor, it pisses me off. I love this country. I sacrifice. My brothers and sisters in blue sacrifice. Their families make sacrifices for this country. Okay? I've watched officers carry limp, limp bodies out of houses, babies. I've watched them carry babies that literally were limp, right? Out, out of houses. I've watched them. I've watched them go into buildings full of smoke to pull somebody out of there. I've watched them strap on a gun and go confront a person with a gun to save and to protect others. When, 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 when somebody takes their own life and they've sat in the house for five days or 10 days and the smell and everything else, guess who goes in there? Guess who goes in there and puts up with it? Guess who has to go in there and deal with those bodies? Guess who, guess who, guess, yeah, the police. That's right. That's right. 
And and that's what that's that's what you get. You get you're a coward, you get you're a traitor, you get um you know, you're a, you're a bastard, you know, wrap them in bl- whatever fry like bacon whatever. You know, that's what you get. That's the thanks that you get. And quite frankly, it pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. Pisses me off. Okay? I know these men and women. I know the things that they do every single day. And it's, it's, it makes me angry. It makes me sad. And it's not right. And, uh, you know, the people who appreciate the police, um, I can't tell you how much it means to the police officer when you go up to them on the street and you say, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Or you, or you, you know, decide to buy their lunch while they're in the drive-thru and, you know, or you, whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, we don't expect any of that, but I tell you what, when somebody just comes up and says, Hey, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you've done. Um, it means a lot because I got to tell you, there are times as an officer, it feels like everybody is against you. Everybody. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not a pleasant, uh, place to be, you know, when, when you feel like the whole world is against you, you're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't. And, you know, I, I know firsthand what this feels like, of course. And, uh, you know, I, I had an experience not too long ago where, you know, we had this person in our community and of course, you know, I never talk about what community I live in. Some of you know me and that's fine, but I don't do that because I'm still an active working officer and, Unfortunately, if I say the wrong thing, um, you know, my job could be in jeopardy. So I'm going to keep it quiet. I'm not going to talk about specifics. But where I live, you know, I responded to a call where a guy decides to go in and strong commit strong arm robbery. Okay, that's his choice, right? We find him. We try to put him into custody. Matter of fact, we get him into custody, but he decides he's going to start slamming his face into the back of the cage. So guess what? We have to protect him, right? So we're going to do what we have to do to protect him. Meanwhile, you know, we've got to, we've got to put a helmet on. We've got to do whatever we have to do because he is now in our custody and we don't, we don't want him hurt. We don't want him to get hurt in our custody. So as we're doing our job, right, we're, 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 we're trying to get this person to stop hurting himself. What do we, not only do we have to deal with that person, we have to deal with, we have to deal with this, this local, uh, social media warrior, you know, who thinks that he's somehow changing the world because he's going to, you know, as he's standing there filming all this with his phone and the whole time he's filming it, he's just yelling at me. He's calling me everything. You piece of shit. You effing this, you effing that, you, 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 you stinking pig. I mean, right there, he's 20 feet from me filming this while I'm trying to help this guy, right? I'm trying to keep this guy from hurting himself. And this guy's going to sit and film me and call me all these things. And guess what? I'm going to sit and take it. That's right. Because that's what we do. I'm going to sit and I'm going to let him say what he wants to say. But don't think for a second that in our inside, it it's affecting us. We're, we're pissed. I'm pissed. I'm going to say it. Maybe somebody, maybe others aren't, aren't going to admit it, but I'll admit it. I'm pissed. And you know, I, you know, we all hear it as officers. We all hear it. You're just lucky you have that badge and gun, boy. If you didn't have that badge and gun, y'all tell you what, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay some honesty here. 
The only thing that keeps me from whooping your ass is my badge and gun sometimes. So just keep that in mind, okay? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> sorry about the language, people, but, I, you know, I, like I said, I'm angry. I'm, I'm ranting right now. This is a rant. And, uh, you know, I see this stuff and it makes me mad. And it, it makes me, I'm, I'm more angry that people that I know and love and respect have to put up with this garbage. Not me necessarily, others. You know, I have brothers that are in law enforcement. I don't just have to worry about myself coming home safe. I have to worry about three of my brothers coming home safe, you know. Um, not to mention all the brothers and sisters in law enforcement. I'm talking blood brothers. I'm talking my, my brothers. So, yeah, it makes me mad. It makes me angry. And it makes me sad, too, to be quite honest with you. You know, um, I'm sure I'm sure this guy puts his video all over Facebook or all over YouTube, you know, filming me, you know, saying all these things, calling me all these names. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to sit there and take it. These officers at the Capitol building that are there to protect the people inside, they're there to protect that property. You know, and, and, and these these so-called patriots, these pathetic excuses for patriots are standing outside. You know, they're they're calling these cops traitors. They're calling them, they're calling them, you know, effing pigs, all these things. Those cops are taking it, but I'm telling you right now, inside, they're angry. They ought to be angry. If they're not angry, good on them. But I'm telling you right now, they ought to be angry. They ought to be angry. Listen, I, I am I am as I am as upset about what's happening in this country as anybody. I consider myself a patriot. I do what I do largely because I love this country and I love my community and I want to help people and I want to stand up for those that can't stand up for themselves. Okay? But I'm telling you, there may come a time, there may very well come a time that we need to stand up and we need to I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not out. I'm not out asking for violence. That is not what I'm saying. So any of the people that like to misconstrue things, that's not what I'm saying. You know, there has been times in our history where we had to get violent to to protect the sovereignty of our country. Okay, and that could come to that again. But I'm telling you right now, we're not there yet, people. We are not there yet. You are no different than the thugs in Oregon who took over several city blocks and claimed it as their own. You are no different. You are no different. You want to take over a Capitol building? They wanted to take over a couple blocks. You're on the right, they're on the left. Okay? But you're both anarchists. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take a small break. I'll be right back. I got to go uh, take some deep breaths. <laughs> All right. Um, one other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, before on this episode is um, this continued trend. I've already hit on it once. Um, this continued trend to to decriminalize um, certain offenses, and um, of course, you know, I, I guess I haven't really talked about this much, but I might as well get into it now because it's going to be a subject that I'll probably talk about often. But, you know, the the uh, the defunding of the police has begun. And uh, this is happening in San Francisco. You know, the the uh, San Francisco Police Officers Association, um, you know, they just signed off on a plan to delay pay raises 
and to turn over 17 types of calls to be handled by unarmed civilian service providers. Now, as an officer, I can tell you that sometimes we respond to calls that you're like, why in the hell am I responding to this? Okay, but we respond because we are there to serve the public. That's why. Okay, that's why we respond. Um, and sometimes, some of the calls, it depends on what they are. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the calls seem a little ridiculous. And you're like, what the heck? Like, why are we responding to this stuff? But but here's the thing. You know, you've got all these people crying and saying, hey, why are police officers responding to the mental, the mentally ill? And and this is what you don't know. First of all, ask, ask around. Ask some people that you know that are in count that are counselors. Ask some people that you know that are psychologists. Ask people you know who are in that in that, you know, that's their realm. They're they're social workers, all these things. Ask them if they want to respond when somebody is in crisis and they decide that they're going to go after their family members with a knife or they're going to barricade themselves in their bedroom with a knife or a gun or any other kind of weapon for that matter. You ask them if they want to respond to that and you see what they say. You might get a few, but I'm telling you right now, 90% of those people do not want, that's not what they signed on for. They did not sign on to respond to somebody's house, to respond to the unknown and try and talk some person down who's in crisis. And of course they're mentally ill because that's, you know, people who go after their family members with knives and guns and weapons. Typically, you know, they got some things wrong with them. And you ask them if they want to go respond to that. Because I'm going to, I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say 99% of the time, they're going to say, no, heck no. You know, so San Francisco, you're going to get a big eye open, eye opening there. Wait till these, wait till these people that are responding, um, these unarmed people who are responding, wait till they go out on a call like that and they have to go up against somebody with a knife or with a gun. Or somebody that wants to, somebody, somebody, their the mentally ill patient decides he's going to choke out their, their, their baby. Yeah, I said it, their baby. I personally know officers who've had to, who've had to, who've had to use force to save a child from the, from the grips of their mother or father who's trying to do them harm. They don't even have a weapon. Maybe they have a knife. Maybe they're maybe they're choking the baby. Who knows? I know this is this is some I understand this is some some serious stuff I'm talking about, but this is truth. Okay? I personally know officers who've had to respond to those types of things. So you're going to call a mental health worker. You're going to call a mental health worker to go respond to that. You know, the interesting thing is <clears throat> paramedics and the ambulance people who are awesome EMTs, they're great, they're first responders in many cities they don't even respond. They don't even go into a call until the police. It, same with the fire department. They don't even go into a call until the police have gone there, have have stabilized the scene. They've made sure that it was safe for them to come on. And why is that? Because they're not equipped to deal with that. That's why. You know, the same San Francisco, the same place where they're where they're gonna where they're gonna they're defunding the police there. They are. Um, they're gonna start sending. You know health workers or whatever health care mental health workers in to, to respond to some of these types of calls um this is the same place where they're starting to say we need to demilitarize the police demilitarize police what what in the hell does that mean so what you you don't want me to have a you don't want me to have a vest anymore to protect myself 
Somebody decides to barricade themselves in their house with a gun? You don't think I should have an armored vehicle to pull up out front to provide some to provide me with some cover while I negotiate with this person to come outside? I don't deserve that. You want to take away my rifle? You want me to bring a handgun to a rifle fight? That's stupid. That's like bringing a knife to a handgun fight. That's stupid. But but we're going to make it sound oh demilitarized. Listen, we're only armed as much as we need to be armed. That's it. We need to have those tools. You start taking those tools away, you're already starting to, you know, we, we allow these, these politicians to take those tools. We allow these politicians to take away money. There's already a crisis right now in this country before this defund the police movement started. There's already a crisis. People don't want to be policemen. And you're going to take away money? You're going to take away funding? Who's, who's going to respond when, when your spouse goes off the deep end and decides to take you and your family hostage with a gun? Because that's the stuff that's happening. Who's going to respond to that? Mental health worker? Okay. Well, here's what, here's what my prediction is. And, I, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Trust me. I want to be wrong in the, on this. But this is what this is what I think is going to happen. You're going to have mental health people are going to respond. They're going to get there and they're going to be in over their heads and somebody's going to get hurt. And it's not going to be the person who made the choice to to take up a knife and to threaten people. It's not going to be that person. It's going to be the innocent person. Okay? It's going to be the person who's responding there thinking they're doing the right thing. Hey, yeah, I want to go help this guy. Absolutely. That's what we want to do too. And they're going to get there and they're going to be in over their heads. How are they going to deal with it? How are they going to deal with it? They're going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. And I'm telling you right now, the people, the public, y'all better start voicing your opinions. Y'all better start standing up. And that's not a threat. I live in the same community you live in. I have children. I have grandchildren. I don't want them. I don't, I don't like this road we're going down. And we better start standing up. It's easy. I get it. We're hardworking. We go to work every day. We mind our own business. We come home. We be with our families. We pay our bills. We pray to our God. We do all those things. But I'm telling you, we got to stand up. We got to start voicing our opinion. We got to start seeing through the, the smoke, the smoke that they're putting out there this this disinformation. I said in my last podcast, we are in the age, this is the disinformation age, people. And we need to start clearing the smoke. Okay? Look around you. Open your eyes. Think for yourself. Are you on ask yourself, what side are you on? Are you on the side of righteousness? Maybe you need to start praying. That's right. I'm not a religious person, but I'm telling you. I pray every day. I pray every day and I ask for clarity. I ask God to help me see the truth. And we better get back to that. All right. Well, I appreciate you tuning in. Sorry about the language. Um, you know, it's just the way it is. It's it's I'm I'm keeping it real, I guess. And uh I hope it doesn't uh you know, I hope it doesn't turn you away from my podcast. I hope this is something that you you 
enjoy listening to. I hope you find it beneficial. And please, please, please spread the word if you do. Um, And until next time, I'm out.